0: Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. We are back again, and welcome to this week's episode of Baseball with the Bard. I'm your host, Noah Cross. Joining me, as always, Mr. Tyler Bard. Tyler, how's it going? It's been a little bit.
1: It has been a little bit. Some technical difficulties kept us from coming to you last week, but we are back with all the news from since then. So we've got some good stuff on tap today, Mister Cross.
0: Heck yeah! and There is a lot of it—a lot of news, a lot of trades. If you've been watching baseball, and last Yay. week we were going to do uh, trade updates. You want to talk about some rumors, things that might that might have a, a a chance of happening? And then within the last seven days, a lot has happened. And honestly, within the last two days, a lot of a lot
1: the title there says it. We're calling it the trade deadline in New Tech—a wild week in baseball's history. The title of this week's episode. I mean, yeah. that is an understatement. It has mm-hmm. been absolutely bonkers in the MLB. This this might go down as the biggest trade deadline ever. Ever. Yeah, I mean, because of all the massive names, it's not even like there were a lot of trades. It was the mm-hmm. massive trades that blew our mind. And can we just say R.I.P. Cubbies? No, I can just wow. say
0: the people who left the Cubs. It's almost unbelievable. Yeah, how like not good they were. Yeah. You know, like there's all these huge names leaving the Cubs and these legacy like players, uh, but yet the Cubs are still the Cubs.
1: It's just what the are, I mean, if this is their shot at rebuilding and they've done some research, we'll see, but we'll definitely get to that in a little bit.
0: Yeah, we'll get to that in a while, but we're going to start things off uh, with another type of new style here the Cleveland Guardians.
1: Uh, Cleveland has officially renamed
0: their baseball team to the Cleveland guardians. Tyler, what do we think of the new name and logo? What do do you think?
1: Listen, I'm not mad. I'm only upset because they stole the name from our boys, the New York guardians. I agree. Uh, That's the only reason I don't like it. Um, But it's a good name. As long as they don't come out with a gargoyle for their mascot. I mean, we're fine. Mm -hmm. Um, But Mm -hmm. so far, there could have been a lot more worse names. So Guardian is not a bad one.
0: No, there could have been much worse. Um, it's, it's good. You know, uh, I don't know. I think the name Guardian, like Cleveland Guardian, just doesn't sound, Yeah. it doesn't roll off the tongue. You know what I mean by that? Like
1: there could have been some better name choices, sure. Like, uh, but you, you, there's you, they had to be so careful because they were coming off of, uh, already controversial yeah, yeah. name, so they weren't going to yeah. do anything. Like they should have just been the Cleveland baseball team, just to troll everybody.
0: <laughs> and can you go back to the other logo, the just the baseball with like uh, yeah, uh, sure. Like this one's good. The Guardians, that's okay. This w- what? what? Yeah,
1: it, well, I mean, it, it looks like Perseus. I think is what they're going for. Is the are going for yeah. So I'm assuming that's going to be his uh, their mascot. So it's just going to be that. If they're going, no, I would imagine. Well, maybe it's like a Mr. It's Matt. Gonna it's gonna be that with eyes. Maybe a Mr. Matt <laughs> kind of vibe, yeah, with the G's on the side.
0: Oh, okay, maybe, maybe I don't we'll know. see. But I don't
1: know. But I, I don't hate it. I really don't hate it. No, I, think I don't it's hate it. Clean design. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm and happy I think they finally chose a name. Right. That's the biggest so that's part. True. Yeah, um, 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 but you know, it's a lot of people said it's the, like, especially actors saying they really liked it um uh, actors from the area i think it was tom hanks uh saying that it's time to unite cleveland like a family and guardians was a strong name that they could use for the city uh to make cleveland feel powerful so uh mm. I, I think it's uh they did a pretty decent job
0: yeah also tom hanks announcing this like what uh, i mean uh, sure tom hanks is great don't get me wrong right but, like why you know, like, I feel like it because was... they um... needed
1: press. They needed press as
0: well. Ah, sure, yes. Guess. guess what? I don't think that many people care, to be honest. Like, it's news. It's a big deal. It's a change in the name of a baseball team that has that, a legacy like the uh, like the Cleveland team. However, I don't think anyone cares. That. To be honest, like, great guardians. This is the first short segment of our episode. But other than that, whatever. They, changed, they changed their name.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think we're just happy to see that this saga has come to an end. Of sure. uh, controversial name changes, so uh, Kansas City Chiefs, you're next. Uh, yeah. So yeah, prepare yourselves; it's already begun. Now that the Cleveland one is done, they're already mm-hmm. they've they've uh, already gotten rid of the. Uh, they did this horse. Uh, I forget what it's called. It was like blood something, uh, and they had this horse come out in the beginning of the game, and they would stab the flag into the center. Yeah, that's canceled. So they're not doing that anymore. So, well,
0: yeah, not surprising.
1: <laughs> so they're next on the cutting block, but you know what? Guardians, welcome aboard. Next season, it's going to be nice to see a different, uh, yeah. different name over in Cleveland. We'll see if the new name brings in an era of greatness <laughs> or just suckiness. Uh, but we'll, we'll see. It'll
0: be the same old Cleveland team.
1: Same uh, old. That, that won't change. But
0: what <laughs> has changed a ton. Oh my is god! With all these damn trades in the last few days, so let's start off here with the Mets because the Mets have struck a deal with the Tampa Bay Rays for catching prospect prospect Mark Dyer, and they have acquired starting pitcher Rich Hill. That's
1: kind of crazy. Yeah, uh, Hill is. I mean, 600- when we saw that, imagine we were just like, "Oh my god!" Like this yeah. is the biggest thing that's going to happen <laughs> in the trade deadline, and that happened. We had this on the episode for last week. Yes. So we were just like, oh, my, wow. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. The trade deadline was like, hold my beer.
0: <laughs> Literally. Uh, Hill is 6-4 and four with an ERA of 3.87. Not terrible. Uh, and the Mets also pick up Javi Baez and right-handed pitcher Trevor, Trevor Williams. Uh, yeah. So the Mets are stocking up here. Uh, you know, um, they're not messing around. I like to see it. It's cool to see these New York teams beefing up a little bit. And we'll get to the other New York team a little later that's been beefing up a little bit. Yeah. I did jump around on you, Tyler.
1: Javi Baez is a that's massive because yes. everyone thought Chris Bryant was going to be the guy going to the Mets. Uh, and he didn't stay in Chicago, spoiler alert, uh, but he didn't go to New York. And mm-hmm. it was Javi Baez who Javi Baez said in free agency his goal is to play with Francisco Lindor. Mm-hmm. So we knew he was eventually going to be on the Mets, uh, but I guess the Cubs were like, "Hold, him. we'll save you a step. We'll save you. We'll just send you there now." Uh, and damn, 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 damn! That yep. team. You, if you weren't already scared of the Mets, you should be now, because now they're even more stacked than they were. Degrom, unfortunately, having a little bit of a step back, uh, but they will. Uh, if that team wins the division. Look out! I don't think they're getting past the Padres. I mean, the Padres can't get past the Padres. Look, they did nothing in this trade deadline. Well, absolutely that silent.
0: And Tatis went down last night.
1: I, right. So, like, even the, the Padres, the Giants basically just sat back and were like, "I guess we should get one." <laughs> Bryant. Yeah. All right, Bryant. Yeah. Bring him in. Yeah. They were literally. We'll get to that second. <laughs>
0: We'll get to that. Uh, the Rays, however, because you know they needed more better more power hitters, right. acquired Nelson Cruz from the Twins. Cruz is swinging two ninety four with nineteen home runs and an OPS of nine oh seven, and hit a digger in his first game in a Rays uniform. So yeah. that's something you want to see if you're have, if you're a fan of a team in the East.
1: Yeah, he was stressing me out last night watching him play against the Red Sox. I've I've never been a big fan of playing against this guy because he can crush the ball whenever the hell he wants to. Yeah.
0: He can hurt you, for sure. Another guy that can hurt you on the other side of the uh, ball field is
1: Jose Barrios, who went to the Blue Jays? The shocker. Another one. Another one where I was like, there you go. Easy signing for the Red Sox. Easy peasy signing. We need him. Nope. Nope. Blue Jays.
0: Yeah, and that's, that's the thing. I feel like
1: in the late hours of the night.
0: Yes. The Blue Jays haven't been like an incredible team. Like they're good, but they're not to a level where I would be like terrified of them. This, however, does give them a little bit of an edge, especially that obviously works. on the bump and especially in the East, it's very competitive. So just adding this makes the blue Jays more competitive. And I don't like to see that again.
1: It's going to be a As, full team race at the top at the end of the yeah, season.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, going from there to the giants that we talked about before, what is happening to the Cubs? Chris Bryant is trying to the Giants, yeah. I mean, the Giants, you know, don't need to get any better. Uh, they're already at the top of their division. Even though nobody. What are we
2: doing with Pablo? <laughs>
0: well, I think Pablo's out of a job.
1: No. Nah. Nah, that man's so cool. Great. Have you seen Pablo lately? He's the coolest dude on that team. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess Florida. he'll just sit back and be like, "All right, boys, you got this." He'll just yep. be like the Pedroia of the team. Like, I'll play if you need me, but I'll be over here. <laughs>
0: And there is a video here of how emotional Bryant was after this trade. I mean, he'd been through so much with the Cubs, a World Series, an MVP. Uh, So let's take a look at this video real quick of of his emotional, um, after getting that phone call uh, that he was being traded.
1: As always, and there's Chris Bryant on the phone, still in the Cubs uniform. And uh, there you have it. He has just been dealt to the San Francisco Giants. You see the warm embraces, number 17. A pillar in the Cubs' history. And uh, we're going to keep you posted right here as things continue to unfold. A trade Deadline Day as KB wipes away the tears. An emotional day for a lot of people involved around these parts. A more Cubs Live, Trade Deadline Special. Man, I- that is some serious emotion mm. coming out of him right there. It, it is mm. uh, nice to see someone who cares so much about a city uh, that it hurts him to leave that. Yeah. City. I don't know who that was in the dugout with him, um, yeah, Ross, or, or who that was, but wow, they were sad too. Like both of them were crying, and that was a that was a that was a bro hug. That oh, was yeah. the most intense bro hug I've seen in a while. Uh, Absolutely, a very emotional Bryant.
0: Yeah, and and again, it's just one of those things where that's just kind of the nature of the beast with baseball. It's kind of wild how you can spend so much time in one place and do so much at one for one team. And then literally one phone call and you're shipping across, you know, this, the country going somewhere else. Uh, like a,
1: it's just a play that will live in infamy or it, not in infamy. It was it, the fa- uh, in our minds. It'll play over and over again. Uh, it's just, it's going to be a tough play for Bryant. He throws the first and the Cubs are world series champions. Like and then Rizzo he had the, the ball in his back pocket. Yeah, all right, and then Rizzo puts the ball in his back pocket. Rizzo, another guy we'll be talking about in <laughs> just a little bit, but two of the biggest players in Cubby's history involved in one – the both of them involved in the final out of the Cubs' last World Series win. God, I can still hear – like, that was one of the only times that I think Joe Buck nailed a call. <laughs> Absolutely okay. nailed a call. Um, so I, I love it. I love this trade. This is big for him. It's sad for Chicago. Don't get me wrong. Oh, absolutely. Uh, but Chicago uh, management and ownership seem unfazed. Yeah, they, no. what they've done is what's correct for this team moving forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll, we'll see. Maybe they, they, they are baseball minds. They literally work in baseball. So they might know something we don't.
0: Yeah. Well, that's the biggest thing. And looking at their contracts, like, look, I mean, if you look at Chris Bryant's contract, I think he was a free agent soon. So the Cubs knew that there was going to be a very competitive market for right. Bryant. They're going they have to have to pay so much
1: phones. for him. Well,
0: they're going to pay, but what's the point? Like right. If you know your team's not going to be able to do it, right? Then what's the point? I'm just going to be, yeah. So free agent, uh, Chris, Chris agent, Chris Bryant is a free agent in 2022. This is his last year. So you know, of of control for the Cubs, so they said, you know what? Uh, there's no point. Hobby Baez, too. It was his last year with the contracts. The Cubs said, we're not going to pay this guy. We could. Right. But at that, right. at what point is it worth it? You know, at, at what point is it worth it? Because we're, we're not going to be able to compete with everyone else. And there's no point because we don't have a team that's going to be able to get the job done. Right. So we're not going to we're not going to shed the cash for no reason. Um, So and Chris Bryant is shipping to the Giants. But one thing here that happened the other day that I just find absolutely baffling. <laughs> I see how Tyler is so disappointed. Max Scherzer and. And Trey Turner get traded from the Washington Nationals to the Dodgers. To the Dodgers. Two absolute all-stars. A stud of a starting pitcher, Max Scherzer, a stud of a shortstop Trey Turner, the fastest player in the game. And it has pop in his back. Gets traded to the Dodgers. Like, where do they where are they going to put these people? Where are they honestly going to put these people? Uh, <sighs> It's just baffling. It
1: doesn't make any Listen, sense. Listen, what all. sucks the most about this is all day, all day, Rosenthal was like, it's official. It's official. Scherzer is going to the Padres. They have a deal. Something happened. Who knows what it was? I, I mean, the Nationals had uh the, the entire deck in their hands, mm-hmm. but they probably didn't. Thumbs up that deal. They just were like, all right, we have a deal. But I'm also going to uh, talk to all the other buyers. And the Dodgers were like, yes, everything. Mm-hmm. Like, wow, we'll sell you all of it. Just so the Padres can't have them. Uh, and then they were just like, you know what? We we'll give be a trade turner I was like, wait, hold on. Hold on. This is too much. This is too much, Noah.
0: It doesn't make any sense. I mean, these are two guys who won, won a World Series together right? They defeated the uh, the Astros um, and let's watch some highlights here of Scherzer absolutely dealing in the 2019 postseason.
2: One ball, two strikes, Scherzer to the plate and he's struck it out. That's what the crowd needed. They needed a strikeout from Scherzer to show that he has his good stuff tonight. The pause, the kick, and the one-two to Grisham. Swing and a miss and struck him out. 99-mile-an-hour fastball to the inside. fooled him and struck him out. Moustakas out number two. Back-to-back strikeouts for Scherzer, his first 1-2-3 Here it is. Struck
1: him out of a slider. He swung and missed. Ball in the dirt. Suzuki picks it up, steps clear, and throws to first to get the end.
0: Mm, It makes me miss postseason baseball. I can't wait. Um, (laughs) But there you go. Scherzer obviously still dealing. Um, He was in the last year of his contract with the Nationals. The Nationals, again, another situation where he was making $27 million this year and he's still dealing. Sorry, but it's going to go up. Right, Whoever signs him in 2022, who knows, but the Dodgers are in that postseason push, so they need someone. Put your hand down. And then um, Trey Turner has another year of arbitration, so he's not leaving in 2022. He's a free agent in 2023, uh, so we'll see who signs him there. And the Yankees might be the choice. So. Not out. (laughs) Not allowed. That'd be epic. Uh, And yeah, in any way, unreal. The Dodgers are just, again, they're just. Like they were a juggernaut before. I don't know what you call them now. Like, are they the evil empire now? Because if they the are
1: a juggernaut, then the Cubs are just peasants in this world. Oh, absolutely. They just can't hold on to any players, man. You, and
0: this one's scary because the White Sox somehow got better. The White Sox already have the most, as we talked about before, the most efficient lineup in the in the game of baseball today. And they have signed Craig Kimbrell from the Chicago Cubs. So the Cubs, I saw I saw a meme and it was Patrick Starr going back to his rock. Uh, and it was like the, who are you people? And it was like uh, Cubs fans going to games after the trade deadline. <laughs> Just, who are you people? There's going to be a bunch of random you? people on the field because there's literally no one left on the team. But yeah, Craig Kimball got dealt with the White Sox. The White Sox somehow got scarier. They already have a tremendous lineup. They have a decent pitching rotation with Lance Lynn, Lucas Giolito. Um
1: Craziness. I'm starting to think I should have stuck to my prediction from last season of no. White Sox winning the World Series, but I'll stick yeah. to my guns. Somehow, oh, Padres no. going to have to pull it out. This is true. The Padres are going to have to pull it
0: out. I'm just trying to take a quick peek. Where are the White Sox? Um, uh, oh, actually, their record's not
1: that great. Yeah, so but they're the still like a ridiculous team, man.
0: Because the White Sox win the American League. I'm stupid. Never mind. The record's amazing. Um, and the, yeah, they lead the west right now. 23. What yeah, were you looking I was, I looked at CHC, which is the Cubs. I didn't look at CWS. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: I was like, wait a minute. I'm sure they have like an 11 game lead, but it's nine games with Cleveland right behind them.
0: They're killing it. Yeah. Nine games. That's unreal. I mean, look it's at the, the east.
1: 50 and 50 is the Indians, they're the closest person.
0: Sheesh, yeah, no, the White Sox are killing it. They're playing damn good, and they just got better because now they have a solid closer, which I think that was one of their biggest downfalls was they were losing games late. So that's a good thing. They have Kimbrel. There was a little bit of time where the Yankees might have gotten Kimbrel, which I was like, you know what? I thought Let's that see.
1: was going to happen.
0: Go, oh, that meant lit, but it didn't happen. What are you going to do? Anywho. Well, got enough. Speaking of the AL East, the Red Sox get Kyle Schwarber.
2: Schwarber,
1: what a Boston
0: name! I was going to say, I can't wait to hear that. Like Schwarber, you know, every every other time he comes
2: Oh, Schwarber, you're the best! Oh, we love Schwarber.
0: Tyler and I got to see Schwarber uh, play. Actually, we went to that Nats game. Hit an absolute ripper to right field. Tank job to the second deck (laughs) um, of Yankee
1: Stadium, which isn't hard to do. And Um, it was since that day that he turned on his uh, afterburners and has become an absolute menace at the plate.
0: Exactly. Well, it's because that guy in right field behind hey, us was – pissed him up. off. Remember that? He hit that oh, paint yeah. job after he was yelling. He was yelling short, but that guy was probably from Boston.
1: Yeah, <laughs> he was wearing pinstripes. So, Get out of here. It doesn't mean anything. Um, what? What was, was this, the Civil War? Like, what are you going to say? He's a Bostonian Yankee fan? Yeah, why not?
0: Gross. There's, there's probably Yankee fans who live in Boston. Boston fans live in New York. No, they all died, actually. All right. Well, we'll <laughs> mourn them in the next week's episode. Um. So, yeah, uh, Kyle Schwarber is now a member of the Boston Red Sox. I don't know how I feel about that. Don't like it at all, actually. I mean, um,
1: great. Cool. Cool. Kyle we got another bat. Uh, like, it wasn't one that we needed. We didn't no. need an outfielder. What we needed was Anthony... Goddamn Rizzo, and uh, that didn't happen, did it? No, nope.
0: Because the New York Yankees were like, "Wait, what? What's what, who? Do the Red Sox want the Anthony Rizzo? Nope." And they went on a trading spree. They traded for left-handed pitcher from the Angels, Andrew Heaney, first baseman Anthony Rizzo, and outfielder Joey freaking Gallo. Man, I'm excited about that. And these are another three guys who Rizzo. Last year of his contract, going to be a free agent. You might as well just try and get something for him if you're the Cubs. Joey Gallo, last year of his contract, going to be a free agent. You might as well try to get something for him if you're the Rangers. Um, And that's that's the strategy that a lot of these um, uh, general managers use is they say, you know, you're you're not going to be able to resign this guy. You could, but you're going to have to back up the Brinks truck to him. Uh, And do you really want to do that with the team that you have? Is it worth it? And they said no. I mean, it's just not, and that's the reality of the situation. I'm looking right now at Andrew Heaney's contract uh, to see how long he's under control for. So, and again, that's three in a row. All three of them are free agents in 2022. So, here's the thing, though: If you're the Yankees, sure, these moves are smart moves, right? Do you really think the Yankees can sign all three of these guys?
1: Oh, that would be um, insane. I think the only one they sign is this guy.
0: Well, let's let's take a peek, though. So, Rizzo is making $16 million this year. Do you think he's gonna be making more or less next year?
1: If they win a World Series and make a good postseason push and okay. he does well. Yeah, absolutely. If he, they win a World
0: Series, they're gonna just give him what they want. Right. Right. That's that's what always happens. Um but let's just say the Yankees make it to like the championship series, get eliminated.
1: Yeah, I think he's easily a candidate for twenty two mil a year.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Uh Joey Gallo. No shot. I
0: think different. I, I I think I think I reversed that. I think Gallo is more likely to come back than Rizzo.
1: I don't think so I could I can even see the Cubs just
0: getting Rizzo back just because they're like, I need to put assets in seats somehow.
1: Oh, like a Chapman deal? Yeah. I don't know.
0: And then they'll, re, they'll just re-sign him because the, the, the Cubs, the Yankees, the Cubs had someone the Yankees want needed, right? So they need Rizzo to get through the rest of this season, which they do. Um, and we'll talk about that once we get to the Yankees segment because if you ask me, Luke Boyd's out of a job.
1: Um, well yeah, of course. I'm shocked he didn't get traded by the end of the trade deadline for which is for ridiculous. Some, for some sort of capacity, but I guess no one no one wanted him or no one needed him or I don't know. It just it happened. Well,
0: the Nats got rid of the nash traded Josh Harrison, so the Nats maybe needed a first baseman, which is why there was a rumor that Scherzer could be dealt to the Yankees for a little right. bit, which would have been epic. Well it didn't happen. Um so yeah, it, that's just the reality of the situation. I think Heaney will be back. Uh, Andrew Heaney only made he's been making six million this year, so he'll definitely be back, give him fifteen for the season or something like that. Um, especially if he does okay, he's not a, he's not an amazing pitcher, but he's not bad. And the Yankees do need another lefty in the rotation. Right. That was a smart move. And I, I've always liked Andrew Heaney. He's been he's been a sleeper on a lot of fantasy leagues. I've always picked him up. And as you know, he's a very good.
1: Man. So, yeah, no, he's he's a, he's a decent pitcher. That was I mean, you guys you guys did very well. The Yankees or uh, one of the teams that did incredibly well. The Dodgers win the trade deadline by far. Dodgers win the trade yeah. deadline. That yeah. was that was insane. Yankees take a solid second place, and then I say the Mets probably take third. Um yes, but wow, what, what a trade deadline this was. This was so much fun to watch. And these are just the big names that we're naming yeah. right here. There were so many more trades. Like the Red Sox picked up this guy called like Hans, who I'm like, who the frick are you? But all right, cool, welcome aboard. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely going to be uh, an interesting end to the season. Red Sox, a little shaky right now. Yankees, uh, they're, they're pretty average right now. Uh, so we'll see uh, if they can keep it up or if Tampa Bay is just going to leave us both in the dust and get back to the top that they were last season.
0: Yeah, we'll see. The AL East is the tightest race still in the American League. And that, and the, I, it's kind of tight between the the – Red Sox and the Rays. I don't think the Yankees are really in too much competition there. They're seven and a half out. It's close, but the Red Sox and Rays are
1: definitely back and forth, like it's anyone's game. Half um, a game. It's it's it could. Oh God! And we're playing them tonight and tomorrow too. Yeah. Six, six o'clock game tonight. Remember, so.
0: we said Tyler two weeks ago that this this stretch this um into August is the most important two weeks of the Red Sox season. Oh yeah. They play every single team and some of them twice, and
1: that's All the right. Yankees. We got the so, Yankees, what, next weekend? So yep. it's, oh boy, yeah. another weekend series. So it's going to be a wild ride. But one wild ride that happened
0: last week was this baseball game, Tyler. I don't know if you heard about this. The most highest scoring baseball game, 43-run baseball game. And there's the box score on your screen there, folks. 22-21 to 21 was the final score. It only went 10 innings. 10 innings. And there was 43 runs across the plate. Uh, imagine this, a 43 run on 28 hits, along with 31 walks, six hit batsmen, eight wild pitches, two balks, and 14 errors. That's what happened, as you see here, is the box score in the wildest baseball game on record. The, the Dominican Slugger League Mariners defeated the DSL Yankees 22-21 in 10 innings last Thursday night, and it was Absolutely, as insane as it sounds. I mean, what would you even like if I was at this
1: game? I'd be like, What the fuck is we doing? Like, Listen, <laughs> the Yankee team um, was losing handily. Yeah. Handily. And then it turned into this like ridiculous, or other way around. Seattle was losing handily. And they had to turn it around in the ninth and tenth inning. Uh, and dear Lord, did they? Because uh, that game was n- bonkers. I mean, look, two, one, then six, one, one. Zero zero one four zero two two three zero zero six three six five like dear lord Noah I, I don't think I would have stayed through that whole game that had to take how long did it did it say how long this took? Uh I don't
0: have a time. It's definitely more than it had to be more than four hours. There's oh, yeah. no way it was less than I'd four say hours. It was five. Yeah. Uh so yeah, long, long game. Again, if we were at a game like this, probably like, all right, like we, Can get we it.
1: Just say, look at the tenth inning. Six yeah. and then five. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. I would have been oh, so yeah. mad. If I Man, were a Seattle fan, if I were a Seattle fan and then I saw New York coming back again and about to tie the game with five runs in the bottom of the 10th inning. Oh my god, I oh, I'd have been screaming at that. I wouldn't have had a voice the next day. I'd have been <laughs> so loud and annoyed.
0: Yeah, it was pretty bad. Pretty pretty bad. Uh so there's that a 43 run baseball game oh, to on that one. We just wanted to shout that out if anyone wants to comment on that even later if you're listening to this later let us know what you think of the 43 one game and if you would have stayed if it lasted more than four and a half hours we i don't know it depends on how, how many drinks i've had that day
1: but god i mean that's it's just nuts uh and but we do love hearing from you guys if you guys have yeah. any sort of input about anything we're talking about please Write your opinions in the chat. We'd love to hear you. Remember, you can join us live on Twitch at T-Bard underscore, or you can go to YouTube, the Bard and Cross Entertainment channel, or on Facebook with Baseball with the Bard. You can find us on all three of those platforms live or anywhere that you find your podcast after we're live. You can just listen on it and download it yourself. Yeah, so join us, please.
0: Absolutely. Using all the technologies
1: to listen to our show. That's it. Oh, so, that's and, good. That was good. I you. see what you did there. Thank you.
0: Because now we're going to talk about, if you're watching on uh, either Facebook or YouTube, how MLB is testing a new electronic devices I love it. for pitchers to give signals to pitchers.
1: I love this.
0: ESPN's Alden Gonzalez reports that MLB is venturing electronic devices to deter sign stealing. And as we know, the big Astros cheating scandal of 2017. Major League Baseball will begin testing new technology that allows catchers to electronically communicate signs to pitchers at one of the lower minor league levels within the next couple of weeks. A system designed to both quicken the pace of play and suppress legal sign stealing methods. A memo introducing the new system. A copy of which was obtained by ESPN was sent to officials of eight teams that make up the Class A California League on Friday of last week. In it, Major League Baseball announced plans to begin testing on August 3rd, a pitcher-catcher communication device developed by a company called Pitchcom. And that's a picture of the device there. So if you see, it says cancel. So if they want to change the sign, if they decided against maybe throwing a fastball or a curveball, there's a cancel button. There's an up in the zone, a down in the zone, and then there's a one through nine there. So, you know, you could have up to nine pitches logged into the system, I guess, is, is how it'll work.
1: Yeah, so, I would assume uh, that's so like one, two, three, four uh, for your starter, five, yeah. six, seven for your relief guys, and then eight and nine uh, okay.
0: That makes sense. And then one thing is, though, sure, let's just say I'm the catcher, right, Tyler, and you're the pitcher, and I want you to throw a fastball. I press number one. Right. I, I don't know how the pitcher knows.
1: I would assume so. It's going to be from what I've understood just watching like uh, analysts talk about this uh, is that it's going to be a audio. Mm-hmm. So they'll have something near their ear. So if it's one, you'll hear just a beep, just a one little tiny beep. Uh, and then beep beep, 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 beep. It'll do, you know, you'll have to listen for the amount of buzzes. Uh, and then that's the pitch you throw. And I'm a uh, genius, absolutely genius. Whoever came up with this is going to be a multimillionaire because this is so smart.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the fact that we're still, you know, like you know, I get it this is old school baseball right whatever. Um
1: putting signs down in between the catcher's legs. No, no. This is improving. Well, that makes
0: sense. Well, here's, yeah, but that's the thing like it, you can't say it's ruining the game because ruining the game was when the Astros stole signs. Because all you have to do is look at the video camera. Like, you know, just watch a feed. I, I can watch any game right here. We've been at games where I've watched, I put the game on on my phone.
1: Right. We so, literally, Noah and I will be at a Yankee game and we put our cups, or our phones, and our cup holders and watch two other games while we're there.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so. Okay. We're at Yankee Stadium. We're going to watch the Sox game and vice versa. If we're at the right. Red we're at Fenway. We're going to watch the Yankees. That's so, it. It's that easy to get a sign like, if, you know, anybody could be sitting next to the dugout and sure, you know, there's there's things to deter it. It's obviously much more uh, well known now that it's a possibility of happening. So it's less likely to happen because there's more people looking for things like that after the Astros. But you never know. Like, you know, the Astros did it for so long. Um, you never know. So
1: here we are. But that's
0: neither here nor there. We'll see what happens.
1: Good stuff. Like yeah. this, this is genius. And the cheaters and probably, honestly, pitchers are probably going to hate this. But personally, I think it is absolutely genius. And uh, it's insane. And and my, my buddy Rye guy brings up uh, a good point here. That's a true sports fan. We love it. That is Noah and I to a T. We love baseball first. Mm-hmm. Baseball first. And for Noah, it's baseball first, Yankees second. For me, it's baseball first, Red Sox second. Uh, I don't care who's playing we're gonna watch baseball. We're we'll, we'll watch three games at the same time. I mm-hmm. there was a red zone for MLB because oh, that I've been
0: we, how many times have we said that?
1: Because NFL Red Zone, greatest thing ever, and they just I forget his name. It's escaping me now. But the host of NFL Red Zone, who's been the only person to host it in its entire existence, just signed like a ten-year contract. Mm-hmm. So it's not going anywhere. So very excited for that. And I just I honestly just love baseball. And I know Noah, you're the same way. Uh yeah. we literally have a baseball podcast. Uh so it's something that we enjoy so much. So we can't get enough of it.
0: For sure. And you know I'll be in D C uh mid August. I'm going yeah. I'm going up to see coach from the fifteenth to the twentieth and we're going to two nationals games while we're there. Like are they play, playing. I think the Phillies. Like it's you know what I mean? Like it's not Phillies. even like not even like they're playing the Yankees or like the Dodgers or something. It's like, like, oh, either going to be a
1: slugfest or someone's going to win one nothing in the ninth inning. Precisely. <laughs>
0: well, honestly, I'm kind of annoyed because when I was like, oh, we're going to go see the Nats, I was like, oh, I haven't seen Scherzer pitch in person. Like, maybe he'll be pitching because we're going to two or three games. Okay. see uh,
2: Bryce Harper.
0: Oh, great. No, he's not even there. Oh, he's with the Phillies. That's right. Never mind. So that means he's going to hit a home run. Don't sh- shut up. Touch your face. <laughs> um... So yeah, I mean Juan Soto is still there. So that's cool.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean they might as well just call him Juan Solo because he has no friends.
2: <laughs> so it's
1: it's <laughs> unfortunate. all his friends away. Right. Oh um, man. It's hate to just, see it. it is just unfortunate for him, but hey, mm-hmm. shit happens and he'll he'll get over it.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. But speaking of things that are very fortunate on the other side of the coin, there are a lot of great things happening over at Clovercrest Media. So here are a few ads to
2: see all that's going on. Manning lobs it. Burris alone. Touchdown, New York. It's off the Leonard, defended by Simmons. Is this the dagger? No!
0: High fly ball, right field. Grossman back. Track. Wall.
1: The Crossum Wrestling Entertainment Podcast, presented by Clovercrest Media, is what you AEW fans have been looking for. Noah Cross and Tyler Bard give their take on every week's episode of Dynamite. If you are a massive AEW fan, then it is time to join us. Every Sunday at noon Eastern Standard Time. Stay Crossum.
0: The college football season is coming back and we got you covered on every game. We're breaking it down on each snap all season long. Catch us every week starting on August 4th. Joe McGuire, Sean Scanlon, Jace Garcia, and yours truly obi Muniz giving you the highlights, predictions, and current rankings. Visit our website at hhwshow.com and subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's all four downs, part of the CMG Sports Podcast Network.
1: Oh, man, no! I'm having some over on Twitch lately. You all saw some ads from global with our friends. We also have some podcasts going on right now. Uh, but we always show you a clip from one of my more recent uh, uh, live streams. And that was actually during a tournament for a few hundred dollars. Uh, and so falling off there was not an option.
0: Uh, that so- was, listen, that was bullshit. <laughs>
1: I was just two or three times. The problem was, you've seen it, Noah, when I played in a tournament in the past where I play against people in a server across the world. Yeah. That's what happened right there. I was playing in a server, so I couldn't – the jumps weren't working. So I had to catch myself, and then I went flying. I had to catch myself again, which I uh, my reaction skills were just on point that time. So if you Mm -hmm. want to see stuff like that, just join us over on Twitch uh, it's tbard underscore. You can follow us over there. Join in on the fun. We just had a 12-hour stream on Saturday, Noah. It was so much fun. We played some Fall Guys. We played some Minecraft. We built some pixel art. I built, you know, Yugi from Yu-Gi-Oh. I built him completely in our Minecraft world. Uh, so, yeah. We've been doing some amazing stuff on Twitch. Up to 333 followers now. So, we are growing. And that is all because of you guys. Uh, it is a lot of fun having y'all in the audience. And the Rye Guy saying, I love those ads and clips. Uh, what is that? Dear Bean has the grip of steel. <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, I've been playing pretty pretty strong lately on Fall Guys, so. Uh, and then, Noah, you said you wanted to address this comment. Right?
0: Yeah, the comment here, we were talking before about how there's no, not really an MLB edition of Red Zone. Um, there, this comment says, listen, bring them the idea and make make that bread, right? Give MLB the idea. It would be amazing to see a little segment with live clutch situations from every game and from across the league as they're somewhat happening. Now, there is a thing called MLB Tonight, but the problem is, one, it's on the MLB network. like you can't really get it a lot of places. And two, it's not – as, what's the word I'm looking for?
1: It's not the same. It's not It's no. not game forward. Exactly. Exactly. Like, it's it, they only
0: pay attention to a couple things if they want to. Like, if, if there's a no-hitter, they're all over if it. they
1: could just stop letting Greg Amzinger be in charge of the live feed, <laughs> that would be fine.
0: But, yeah, MLB tonight, like, that's their closest thing to it, but it's not its not done right. Like, it's not done to the way where you could actually catch up on everything that's happening across the 100%. league because they only paid like, if someone made, like, oh, someone made a diving play in Cleveland, let's go watch that. It's like, okay, well, great. And like, they spent, like, 25 minutes on it.
1: That was fun. Yeah, and that's <laughs> it. It's just
0: like, oh, all right. And they're like, oh, someone's throwing a no-hitter. Oh, well, all right, is it Tuesday again already? Wow.
1: Right. So, they just – they got to work on it. If yeah. they can get something that works the same as red zone – Oh man, like that—that would be so good. Have all thirty-two teams or all thirty teams, excuse me—the thirty-two is NFL. Have all thirty teams playing at the same time. That would be be absolutely beautiful. Uh, But Noah, my Red uh, Sox—they're—they're doing okay. uh, They're—they're still in first place, as you can Uh... see here, sixty-three and forty-two, Mister Cross. They've got a uh, a half-game lead up on Tampa, seven and a half on New York. Eight and a half on Toronto, and then there's no other teams in the American Mm -hmm. League. Uh, Mm -hmm. So those are the only ones we have to worry about. Uh, um, Who was it who texted me? Uh, I think my my coworker Sean texted me first about this, and he texted it in a complete Boston accent. Just, Schwabba! Schwabba's going to the Red Sox! Uh, Dude, what a signing! He's got a 253 batting average right now with 25 home runs and a 910 OPS. I mean, this guy's going to fit in well when it comes to the bats. Uh, again, I said it earlier in the show, did we need this signing? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, I we he's, not anymore. he's played first, so he hmm. can play first base. So that's what the Red Sox needed was a first baseman, but they blew it on that on that field. Um, but I think this is a massive signing. And Noah sent me a video that I completely forgot had existed. Uh, <laughs> And Schwarber, just an absolute monster of a batter. Everybody watch this real quick.
2: And Schwarber sends one high and deep, way back. And this ball is long gone. Mercy, what in the world? Over the scoreboard, on the Sheffield it goes, Schwarber with a booming home run, and the Cubs have a 6-4 lead. Whoa, what a statement. That ball was quite crushed.
1: Dude. (laughs) Dude. He hit it over the sign. Out of the ballpark. Like, it's happened before to that level, but never out. Rizzo hit the sign, but he never hit it out. Schwarber is a beast. He's been mashing lately. He had a seven-game streak where he had nine home runs. So, at Fenway Park, look out. Yeah,
0: because gonna like, knock over the John Hancock sign or something.
1: <laughs> he's going to um, hit it to the red seat in right field. Ted Williams, yeah, look out. He's hit it <laughs> Motherfucker. Um, like I think
0: the the way I captioned it, and I have to say it was he hit the shit out of that ball. Because he yeah, that, just, that's
1: my first thought.
0: Like when I I was like, oh, Kyle Schwarber videos, let's see. I've clicked on that one and I'm like, oh my god.
1: Like it. Can <laughs> yes. you to well, my favorite part of this video? Watch the umpire real quick. We're gonna play it one more time. Watch the home plate umpires reaction when this ball gets hit.
2: And Schwarber sends one high and deep, way back. And this ball is long gone.
1: It's like, holy shit. It was like, Like, wow. (laughs) Like, he had to watch that one go. He was like, I don't care if the plate's dirty. I'm coming to watch that puppy fly. My favorite
0: favorite home runs are when the outfielders just turn around. Yeah. Didn't even (laughs) play. Well, like that, one, you're not even gonna, you're not even gonna like. Some sometimes they say like it's not, not it's not right because like you know, give it a little bit of a chase because it's kind of rude to the pitcher if you don't just look, you know. But in of that course. case, if I'm the outfitter, I'm like, dude, you left that one right there for him. I'm like yeah. that's, yeah, you know, like, I don't know what you want me to do. <laughs> yep, I just watch that one. I'm like, oh, that, was, that was fucking far. Oh all my right. god. <laughs> give him another ball. Let's go. Let's, because that's about all we can do here, but
1: And and Noah, you know, it's nice to have that bat in the. And the the bat in the lineup right now, yeah, you're good, Noah. You go take care of what you got to take care of. Um, Noah is of course working from camp right now, so sometimes there's stuff that's gonna come up, uh, but that's okay. I can take this this segment here. Uh, One of our boys is uh, he's doing decently well right now. Uh, Chris Sale is rehabbing very very well. It's exciting to see. Uh, him doing some beautiful strikeouts and placement of the ball. He's absolutely dominating. In his first rehab start, he pitched in rookie ball last Thursday, which would be two Thursdays ago now. Um, he worked three scoreless innings, allowing four hits while striking up five and not walking anyone. His fastball is hitting upwards of 97 to 98 miles per hour throughout that entire appearance. And Sale is more than likely going to replace Richards in the rotation. Um, so, Probably going to be seeing Chris Dale very soon, Noah. Uh, So is that worrying to you as a Yankee fan that as good as the Red Sox are doing, they pick up a guy like this. I, I don't know if you remember, Noah, but the last time the Red Sox had an eight game lead over the Yankees at this point in the season, the Yankees never got back. And the Red Sox rode it all the way to the end of the season, and it came to where they could go like seven, eight, nine, eight, seven, six, seven, eight, nine, eight, and it was just they never got close enough to have a chance to win the division. Um, are you worried as a Yankee fan that you guys do not have a chance to win the division anymore?
0: Oh, absolutely. Uh, I mean, Joe and I, Joe and I talked about that. I think it was three weeks ago when Joe and I were on together. Yeah. Um, that we don't think the Yankees have a chance. And sure, these new trade acquisitions are great; they're going to help. Um, I think, if anything, the Yankees have a chance of getting a wild card spot, which is okay. when these trade acquisitions are going to come into play because you need to have a more solid team. The Yankees rotate; the Yankees lineup looked amazing last night. I'll talk about that a little later. Um, but considering the fact that Sale is throwing 97 or 98 in
1: his appearances for a rehab game, it does worry. That's that's too good. I mean, he's pitching against minor leaguers. So but he's still, he's still he, hitting the velocity. I, I get that, but he, he, it's it's gonna be an easier at bat to face than say the Yankees True. in a live game. Um, I am very excited. My one of my coworkers actually went to the rehab game for Chris Sale up in Worcester, oh. um, so she got to go see the Worcester Woo Socks. So don't get more Boston than that. Uh, and yeah, no, she said it was an absolute joy to see him back on the mound. Uh, very exciting stuff, Chris Sale. I, I didn't think it was going to happen. I didn't think we were going to see him this year. Um, so Alex Cora, when I'm going to stop doubting him, uh, who knows? Uh, you know, There's this level of trust he has to regain with me uh, mm-hmm. for me to be able to just take his word on things. But uh, Sale doing well. It is very exciting. But he's not the only one, Noah. We've got an incredible team right now uh, behind the plate. Devers, Bogarts, and J.D., of course are keeping it up, and of course with the addition of this man here, Kyle Schwarber. Uh, it's going to be an interesting lineup, that's for sure. Once Schwarber is healthy and back, of course. Uh, but Noah, I know this is one that probably haunts you. But it is a video that I absolutely must play when the Red Sox were just taking
2: it to Garrett Cole. Here's the 0-2 pitch. Swing a high knee drive, right field. Watch this baby carry. It is good! Into the bleachers, Rafi Devers with number nineteen, a three-run shot. Oh, was Devers all over that
0: fastball? My goodness. Yeah, he cranked that motherfucker.
1: Listen, when are Yankees pitchers going to stop throwing hundred-mile-per-hour fastballs to Rafael Devers? Cut it out down the middle. Because every every time yeah. they do that. I bring it back to her oldest Chapman. I bring it back to two weeks before that at bat against Garrett Cole. He did it all three times. When they pitch him a fastball, a, a get me over fastball, you're insane. Walk him, walk. He's gonna hit a home run. Mm-hmm. If he, he just the, the exit velocity was 114 miles per hour, Noah. Bonkers stuff, and 451 feet that ball went. That's pro- how many feet shy do you think that is of the, red seat, the Ted Williams home run seat? I, I it's got to. A- uh, I think it's probably like, like probably 30, thirty feet shy. I'd say fifty. Because wow, it's a little more. I, I uh, let me let me look it up, but uh, speak on your boy for a sec because you love. Well, I
0: love Rafael Devers. He's a solid player. Uh, I'm going to keep sticking with – I don't think Rafael Devers knows how good Rafael Devers is. Uh, he's just that good of a ball player. Um, he's definitely helping the squad out with him, Bogarts, and J.D. all swinging on all cylinders, and now the acquisition of Schwarber. Uh, it's going to be crazy, and the Red Sox are looking scary. Uh, as you said, people got to stop pitching Devers 100-mile-an-hour fastball. That's just yeah, good. here it says no
1: – in the first inning of the second, uh, Ted Willie uh, he faced Fred Hutchinson uh, as the pitcher and launched a ball in the section 42, which is where that ball was hit, uh, row 37, seat 21 in right field bleachers. It was the longest home run ever hit at Fenway Park, and still is. Um, so I mean, he hit it to what row 12, <laughs> and that was a ridiculous home run yeah, in somewhere. itself. So I mean, wow, uh, Rafael Devers, dude. What a beast. And, uh, you know, J.D.'s been a little bit out of a struggle lately. Xander Bogart's been a little quiet lately. Um, But happens to everyone every season they have a little bit of a slump. Uh, They need to find that Joey Votto power because right now Joey Votto is absolutely hitting out of his mind. Seven games in a row with a home run. He's one game away from tying. The all time in a row for a game home run. He'll be tied with Ken Griffey Jr. and a few other people for that title. That's wild in one of his senior seasons as a baseball player. But mm. dude, the Red Sox, right now, I mean, I don't know what else to say because we shit on them before the season started as they were going to be like where Toronto is. With, like, just a few games over five hundred, and that's the best they're going to do. They are 21 games over Mm five hundred right now. And so 100 wins is in the question for – is in the picture for sure. Can they get it done? We'll see, Noah. I'm excited. Yeah,
0: Yeah. there's a a good amount of season left.
1: That is for sure. The Yankees have got to be shaking in their boots – trying to think of what the hell they're going to do to stop this Red Sox team. Do you have any answers, Noah?
0: Uh, well, I have three. Oh. Uh, ho- hopefully. Uh yeah, We're going to talk about the trades to start off as we have Joey Gallo, uh, who is traded to the Yankees, swinging 223 batting average with 25 home runs and an OPS. Of oh, he'll fit right eight, in. Eight, uh, 69. Well, the thing is, those 25 home runs. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's why he's there. Because you got the short porch in New York, they needed a lefty, and that's what Joe and I, Joe and I harped on a few weeks ago. The fact that they didn't have a power lefty is ridiculous. Like if you look at any World Series team, period, especially the last few Yankees World Series teams, I can tell you who the power lefty was: Mark Teixeira, Jason Giambi. Those are the guys that get the job done. You have to have a power lefty. You can't have. And we've talked about this too, Tyler. You and I. The Yankees have a solid righty lineup, and there's no <laughs> shakeup. Last night. Yankee lineup was literally, like, I looked at it and I just, re- I was like, oh, thank God. Like, it looked so great. And right. Like, Torres leading off, which was weird. And then Joey Gallo. And then Aaron Judge. And then Anthony Rizzo. It's, like, gorgeous. Like, imagine having to face that one through four. Like, yeah. that's what you want to put on a, a starting pitcher. Then you have Rizzo awesome. Who's swinging 248 batting average with 14 home runs and no PS of 792. Um, and then they sign Andrew Heaney. His ERA is high as a five twenty seven with uh, six and seven with in ninety four innings, but the- he's also playing for the Angels, so Yankees needed another lefty, and I like he, he's a pretty solid player.
1: Yeah, you know, with him playing for the Angels, I mean, you're not playing in playoff mentality baseball, so you're not probably pitching out of your mind. Uh, so mm-hmm. you know, but the Yankees know the potential behind this guy. The Yankees know he's a great player. Uh, he's we'll see. You're either going to just survive in pinstripes, or you're going to thrive. Uh, mm-hmm. So we'll see if he can thrive in the New York Lights. When do we know when his first start is going to be?
0: I, I mean, I imagine he's going to pick up in the same rotation. The Yankees haven't scheduled out that far yet. They
1: never scheduled. Um, Their favorite pitcher is to be decided. Yeah,
0: exactly. There's no one chosen for Monday as of now. So we'll we'll we could see. see well, him there. I imagine, yeah. There's a four. There's a three-game set against the Orioles. I imagine he'll probably pitch either Monday, or Monday through Wednesday, one of those days.
1: Monday All right, Sunday. cool. I mean, I'm excited so, to see what they what he does in pinstripes.
0: For sure, me as well. But one thing that uh, has already been exciting is Rizzo wasted no time in a Yankees uniform joining the Bronx Bombers in home run fashion, uh, where he sent one over the wall in his first game with the Yankees last night. And do we have that clip, Tyler? Oh yeah. In Chicago, will never ever have to buy a meal there and now he throws one deep to right field there it goes see ya his first yankee home run
2: and it gives the yankees
0: one thing i don't know and i'm disappointed in myself that i didn't go try and find it is uh, i don't know john sterling's home run call for rizzo yet because he I mean, always has
1: maybe he didn't have one i mean i can i can look you're just gonna have to give me a moment and yeah, see i'll keep
0: going Uh, So, yeah, so we have Rizzo, and that's why he's there, to do those things. One thing that I want to look at, or I want to talk about, is I was watching a clip of lefties hitting home runs off of Yankee players. And the one thing that, that there's a phrase that goes with being a lefty. Do you know what phrase I'm going to say, Tyler? With being a lefty? No. With being a lefty, and a ball is lowing in on a lefty. Turn and burn. Oh, okay. Left-handed hitters. Can turn and burn because majority of pitchers in baseball are right-handed. Majority of people are right-handed. We know we know that, right? That's why the Yankees are such a righty-heavy lineup. When you have a lefty and you're and you're, you're facing a righty pitcher, it's so hard for that righty to get the outside part of the plate. Like it's easy for them to just throw inside because that's the regular motion their body's going. So making a mistake on the inside of the plate, especially low, is just easy for a right-handed hitter, pitcher. So when that happens and you're a righty. You're chasing the ball outside. And that's what we see with Aaron judge or color But if that happens and you're a lefty and you can scoop that ball up, if you look at a lot of Raphael Devers, home runs, uh Rizzo's home runs, Gallo's home runs, uh, Bryce Harper's home runs, uh, roofing a new door. Once the Yankees got him, it's a lot of turn and burn because they can get inside as a lefty. And they don't have to try that hard at Yankee stadium. If they can get some solid wood on it, it's getting in the, in the second row and they'll take that. Cause it's a home run regardless.
1: I mean, you're not wrong. I mean, I think I have it right here. Let me see if I can pull it up the audio here. What
2: was pitch number 83? Pitch is high in the air. Pitch is it right. high in the that air. That is high. It is far. It is gone. Second deck and halfway up. Oh, Rizzo Rakes. He drills a long, long home <laughs> run to right. And
0: Rizzo Rakes. Oh, Rizzo Rakes. <laughs> All
2: right. I'll take
0: it. I'll take it. I think my favorite one might have been, and R.I.P. Mike Ford because he's now on the race, but... Uh, Mike is built for tough. That might have been my favorite. But.
1: That's a good one. No, Swishalicious is his, easily. His oh, one.
0: positively Swishalicious. Oh, that was a great one. That was a, I, mean, I missed it. Hey, another
1: one. Hey, another
0: Rod. turn and burn. Another yep. turn and burn. Nick Swisher. A-Rod with an
1: A-Bomb is a good one.
0: And, hey, I want to talk about it real quick because Rizzo is, I'm sorry, Gallo is the first person in the Yankee uniform to wear the number 13 since Alex Rodriguez. Poof.
1: Slap in the face. That's, that yeah. is that is I mean, I don't think anyone should wear 13. I think 13 should no. be a retired Yankee number.
0: I agree. I agree. Well, it's, now it's not. So At least, uh, well, at least well. until Rizzo's done with it. So.
1: <laughs>
0: Brutal. We'll see, uh, yeah, we'll see where that goes. But one thing that's been happening over in the Yankees' ball, uh, ball club is they called up a few young guns because, you know, they needed to shake things up. There were a few people uh, in the outfield that were injured. They were losing some of their depth. So they called up catcher Rob Brantley, who has a batting average of 125. Okay. Uh, they called up Greg Allen, who has a batting average of 313, and OPS of 962 with three RBIs in six games, his first six games. He has been swinging, absolutely helping the Yankees out. And then Esteban Florial, who we've heard so much about, was swinging a bat of 250 with an OPS of 983. Uh, Essentially, the Yankees giving these guys a chance, right? Uh, they're helping. They are helping a little bit. Like I said, Greg Allen has a high batting average, some RBIs. Florial has a high batting average. He's real fast uh, and is a solid player. Is, you know, the Yankees' number one prospect. So it's one of those things that a lot of ball clubs have been doing and bringing and up. has been rookies. solid. Yeah, absolutely. And bringing up these rookies and bringing up these younger players, and it's been paying off. So I see they keep doing it. You know, you see it with Bobby Dalbeck. It's working. You see it with Verdugo. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs>
0: Bobby Dalbeck's
1: on his way out.
0: Well, no, fine. But he definitely didn't, he didn't hinder you guys this season.
1: No, he did He did all right. He's just uh, – I don't think he's going to be around much longer, unfortunately.
0: Fair, fair. Uh, but one person I hope comes back is around for a while is Luis Severino, as he threw a bullpen session last Thursday and is scheduled through another live. Actually, uh, yesterday, today, actually scheduled through another live session. So looking forward to him hopefully returning. As we know, he had a rehab start uh, down the Yankees AAA affiliate where he re-injured. Well, sorry, he suffered a different injury uh, to his shoulder. Um, so now we're just waiting to see how long it's going to take him to get back to another point. Uh, probably similar to Sale, he might come back in the last month of the season, which is very close. We could see what happens there, but I do think it's going to help. Like Tyler, what do you think? Do you think that he's going to come back and it's going to help the Yankees? Or oh my God! Come yeah. back and be average? Right.
1: No, this this is a massive, massive deal. If this guy can come back, Noah, I've been saying it all year: the Yankees are going to win the division this year. I think the Yankees have this massive resurgence. Uh, where they're going to be able to recover from this seven and a half. They're going to prove that the rumors at the beginning of the season are true and that they just hit some speed bumps along the way. Um, being a Red Sox fan, I'm glad the Red Sox are in first right now, but I think we play the Rays in, an, in a wild card game. I think we mm. see Red Sox, Rays, wild card. We're going to be like the NL West. It's going to be three AL East teams in the playoffs, just like the NL West is going to have three teams in the playoffs. And, uh, and that's that's still my prediction. And if we get closer, I might adjust it. But for now, I still think that, the uh, especially with the addition of these players and Luis Severino and one other player we're going to talk about in a moment, uh, these guys are uh, definitely looking to be a team to compete.
0: All right. I like it. I like what you're smoking. I'd like so. <laughs> um, <laughs> But, I mean, yeah, that's the thing. The Yankees are a good team, right? Severino comes back Bank is obviously going to help. Uh, they have Heaney now, which is great. They have Cole, who's turning it up. Well, let's talk about this guy here. Sal Romano is sitting there at Fenway Park, but he's wearing... Yankee gear uh it's hot huh big Sally makes his debut in New York it's great to see there you have it Sal Romano, Southington's own Tyler and I know him and his brother personally it's so cool to see someone we know especially playing in pinstripes there's an interview here that he had with Meredith Morakovic on Yankees television and do we have that Tyler
1: oh yeah I got it right here we'll listen to a little bit of it let's uh buckle up and see what Sal had to say
0: With the wave of call-ups who've been helping the club lately, the number of players used by the Yankees this season has climbed to 47. Last night featured the latest to make their team debut in Sal Romano. He's got some local ties. Romano was born on Long Island and grew up a few hours away from Yankee Stadium in Southington, Connecticut. Yankees signed the 27-year-old in May after he was designated for assignment and released by his original organization, the Reds, for whom Romano appeared in 83 career games. Earlier today, our Meredith Mirakovic caught up with the right-hander
2: as a Yankees fan growing up what type of a thrill is it for you to wear that uniform
1: oh it was a dream come true there was something I waited you know 27 years to uh, to put that to put that uniform on yesterday uh, it was an unbelievable feeling I was actually at Yankee Stadium the day before so I got to you know try on my pinstripe jersey and all that like I said I waited a long time to do that it was a you know a dream come true um, you know I had some family here it was a uh, it was an unbelievable experience I can't I can't
0: Man, so freaking cool to see someone that we know, obviously, but uh, they're playing for the New York Yankees. I mean, yeah,
1: man. Uh, Sal is a, a very good friend. He's someone who I, I speak to every time he comes home, and just uh, just even if it's for a brief moment, uh, he's always been very nice to to answer and uh, answer my questions. I've been able to pick his brain a few times, and uh, you know, it's uh, you know, I don't want to spill too many secrets, but he's been uh, he's been he's told me some cool inside information about the MLB and. Um the goal is to eventually get Sal on the show at some point so yes. uh I, Sal I, I, know, I know you've listened in a few times Sal you've you've told me before that you've uh, stopped and watched the podcast for a moment or two but I know you're with the Yankees now missed a Mr. big shot but uh if you want to stop by and uh get lambasted by a Red Sox fan you come on over and uh we can chat but I do want to share a funny moment um when Sal I, we knew he got the call to the Yankees, but we, neither of us knew that he got called up to, yes. to the majors. So, so Sal got, I got the notification that there was a pitching change for the Yankee game. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ah, I don't whatever. And then I got a text from Courtney, a text from you, a text from Drew, a text from Rich, a text from my parents, a text. From, they are all like, Sal's on. And I was literally just like, just, just laying down to go to bed. And my phone's like, <laughs> It's going absolutely berserk. I'm like, all right, what is the world burning? What is everyone texting me for? And then I'm like, yes, it is. Sal, Sal's here. It's uh, The world's on fire. Uh, and I just started sending pictures and posting all over. And uh, Southington is very proud to see Sal on the big screen. Big Sally, uh, as he goes by, everyone is super excited to see you make the major leagues uh, with your favorite team, someone you grew up idolizing. Uh, so... Insane. I mean, I remember talking to him last time uh, when he was in town about going to the Yankees and he said that would just be the most surreal thing that could ever happen in his career. And bam, here you are making your way day two at Fenway Park. Mm. Mm-mm. Love How it.
0: cool is that? Love it. Absolutely love it. Yeah, no, I um, Vin, uh, Vin, his brother posted on Instagram, and I commented on it, like you know, so cool to see your brother and stuff. So it was cool to hear from Vin too, uh, and it's just awesome to see. I definitely tell that we gotta get. I want to get set on the show so bad. Uh, I feel like it'd be really cool once the season ends. We'll, we'll wait till the winter, you know, when he's uh, uh, hopefully has a little more time on his hands and he's yeah, not playing. I can even a little- just
1: shoot a message over to Lynn, Vin, and Marissa and see if any of them want to come on and chat about him. A little bit, uh, and and see if anyone wants to uh, give us a little insight. There he is with mom and his uh, high school baseball coach, sitting on the third base side. Loses of Fenway Park, third base side. What are we doing over there? Get, get, get Put some Red Sox unis on and get over to the correct side of the you know, field.
0: As you can see, he's now <laughs> property of the New York Yankees, and that makes me very happy. Uh, let's go, Yanks. But the Yankees are 54-48, third by a half a game. Tyler seems to think they're going to pull it off and come back and win the division. I'd love to see that as a Yankees fan for sure. If there's a team that can do it, it's definitely that one, especially with the new acquisitions. The lineup seems to be a little bit more stable he just got to iron out a few more kinks and make sure they can get Keith D.J. LeMahieu in that lineup. I does not see him yesterday. But today's games, hopefully we'll see him in that as we have the Yankees taking on the Marlins at 6'10", the Red Sox taking on the Rays at 6'10", the Mets taking on the Reds at 7'10", and then the Royals taking on the Blue Jays at 3'07". Very precise uh, time there for the Royals versus the Blue Jays. And this was Baseball with the Bard. If you love podcasts, make sure you visit clovercrestmedia.com very wide selections of different shows and podcasts covering all types of things from sports to pop culture, to music and politics. Go over there and check it all out. They're over now. Tyler, I didn't even know this 50 shows on the Clovercrest
1: media. I mean, it's insane. How many things Joe has in the works right now? Uh, I didn't even know when he adjusted that, that that was the correct number.
0: Yeah. I was baffled. Over 50 shows folks. On the CMG network, go over to check out clovercrestmedia.com to check out all of those great things. Use the hashtag CMG, talk about all things Clovercrest Media. And with that being said, I'm your host, Noah Cross. That's my best friend there, Tyler Bard, and this was Baseball with the Bard. See you next time.